Hello students, this is the Firestorm teaching by radio program for you, our beloved students in the Firestorm school system. The Firestorm teaching by radio program is a 30-minute radio intervention support program that has been developed by Rising Academies as part of our partnership with Firestorm. The program that is meant to provide continuous instruction to keep you academically engaged, safe, and happy during this stay-at-home period. The program is also meant to provide psychosocial support for learners, teachers, and parents, and also tips on how you as parents and teachers can provide support to your students and children at home. Let's join our teachers for today's lesson. students. We are teachers J. Kubo T.K. Solomon and Mr. Aaron T. Bala of Rising Academies. This is a Rising Firestone partnership for the Firestone School System COVID-19 Teaching by Radio program. Lesson number two. Our lesson today is language arts reading for students of grade seven to nine. And the topic is identifying nouns. For today's lesson, we will be able to define noun. Name and define two types of nouns. Define a new word using clues. Again, welcome and let's learn. Hello and welcome to our class. We are so excited to have you all listening and here with us once more. Yes, I'm also very happy to be here again too. If you can hear us say hello. That was even louder today. Aaron, I think more friends are joining us each day. Oh yes, I agreed. In that case... We should get right into the fun lesson. For today's lesson, you will need a notebook and a pencil. Please gather the materials you need. If you like, you can invite a special partner, like a brother or a sister, to join you and listen to our story today. They can help you talk about the story too. As a reminder, we will review how our lesson will go each day. Mindfulness. We will get our minds, hearts, and bodies ready to learn. You will hear our safety message. Word work. You will be working with words and grammar in different ways. We will review different parts of speech identify parts of sentences, and even learn different ways words can work. Fun with words. We will use clues for sentences to learn the meaning of new words from the story. Read aloud. You will listen to the story 
and we will work together to answer some important questions about it. You will sometimes stop and write in your notebook. Post reading activity. You will get to show what you have learned in each lesson. That was great, Teacher Kubo. Okay, students, let's start with our first activity. Thanks for the reminder. Mindfulness. We are going to start today's lesson with our welcome health minds and healthy hearts. Every lesson, we will start with this exercise to get your brains ready to learn and to relax as you follow. Please find a place to sit comfortably. It can be in a chair or on the floor. I will give you a few seconds to find a place to sit. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Great job. You have already done the hardest part. Getting started. Now, I want you to put one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart. Let's take a deep breath. I want you to make sure you feel your belly expand or get bigger. That is number one. I want you to breathe out slowly. Great! That's number two. Let's count together. Breathe in again. That's number three. Breathe out. That's number four. We are going to continue to do this until we get to 10. Oh, yes. Again. Breathe in. That's number five. Breathe out. Breathe in. That's number seven. Breathe out. You are doing a Great job. Breathe in. Number nine. And breathe out. Number ten. Now repeat after me. I am happy. I am great. I am ready to learn. Wow, friends. Don't you feel so kind and relaxed? And ready to learn now? I know we do here too. Okay, students, it is time to listen to some safety messages. Just like our last lesson, we are going to talk about rights. R-I-G-H-T-S These are things that every person should have. Even you as a child, 
Remember what we discussed last time. Who can recall a few of your rights? Oh, yes, I can. We talk about food, water, a place to live, and education. Exactly. Those are just a few of the many rights that you have as a child. When 140 countries had a meeting at the United Nations, they all decided that children like you deserve certain things. Because so many countries agreed to these rights of a child, most of them created their own laws for children. Do you know what a law is? Oh yes, a law is a rule that is set by the government. Exactly. For example, stealing is against the law. If you steal something from your friend, they can carry you to the police station. The government also made a law in order to protect you as a child. This law is called the Children's Law of Liberia and it was passed in 2011. The government knows how special children are and wants to protect you so you can grow big and strong and become someone good for our country. When the country protects the children, they are protecting the future. You have a right to be protected. Wow. Thank you, Teacher Kubo. Okay, students. Don't you feel so calm and relaxed and ready to learn now? I know we do here too. Let's move to part two of our lesson. If you are ready, I want you to say loud and proud. Yes. Great. Let's get to work on part two of our lesson. Word work. Everyone, put your pencils high in the sky. We are going to write a sentence. In your notebook, please write. Gladys goes to the market. Gladys goes to the market. Gladys goes to the market. Today, we are going to focus on nouns. Do you know what a noun is? Tell someone around you now. Hmm. A noun is a person, a place, a thing, or an idea. Like girl or boy, water or coconut. Alright, let's go back to our sentence and find some nouns. Are any of our words a person, place, thing, or idea? Gladys goes to the market. If so, underline them. 
Let's see if you can do it in five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. What did you underline? I underlined Gladys and Market. You got it. Aaron, do you know what is special about the first noun you underline? Hmm. Well, I think Gladys is a person. Yes, but Gladys is a specific person. So this noun has a special name. It's called a proper noun. These nouns are specific people, places, and things, and always have a capital letter or uppercase letter, like our names in Liberia or Kakata City. All other nouns I call common nouns. Great. I got it. So, are you saying proper nouns are specific people, place, or things they use uppercase or capital letters? Why common nouns are people, place, things, and ideas? That is right. First, at home, write down in your notebook an example of a common noun and a proper noun. You will have 10 seconds to do so. Ready? Set. Go. 10. 9. 8. 7. 6. 5. 4. 3. 2. 1. Great! Okay. For my common now, I wrote down chocolate. And for my proper noun, I wrote down Cadbury chocolate. That's the name of a specific chocolate. Well done. I am sure friends at home wrote some great common and proper nouns as well. Thank you very much. Okay, friends. You are working so hard. We are already at part three of our lesson. Can you believe it? For this next part, you will be using clues in sentence, just like a puzzle to help you figure out a word. Today's secret word is lacking. Let's say it together in syllables. Lacking. Repeat after me again. Lacking. Great. Lacking. I want you to write this in your notebook. L-A-C-K-I-N-G. Again, L-A-C-K-I-N-G. Listen to the sentence. Use all the clues around it to guess the meaning of the word lacking. He is lacking the peace he needs to make a bowl of rice and peas. He only has rice. Again, he is lacking the peace he needs to make 
a bowl of rice and a piece. He only has rice. Friends, what does the word lacking mean? I think it means he doesn't have them. First listening. Turns up or down if you agree with student error. Why do you think that student error? Hmm. At first, I thought it meant that he has the peace. But then, the sentence also said he only has rice. So, I replaced the word lacking with doesn't have. And the sentence made sense. So, I think it means doesn't have. Great way to support your answer. Friends, did you think the same thing? Let's count down from three to reveal the answer. Ready? Three, two, one. You are correct. It means to be without. The word lucky means to be without. Let's say it together. You can write this down too. Lacking to be without. That's a great new word for me to use. I can't wait to hear it in the story and use it in the future. That's a great mindset. Era. Learning new words and using them in a great way to build your vocabulary and helps with writing too. Absolutely. And remember, friends, every time you hear the word lack or lacking, I want you to snap your fingers. Guess what? It's time for part four of our lesson. Wow, already. Friends, this is amazing. Take a moment to stretch your hands upwards the scar and bring them back down and get ready for part four to re-allow. This test comes from the Perfect Books Story Weavers. In our last session, we remember that there was a husband and wife. They have run out of all money. And the husband thinks he is an alchemist. And he thinks he will be able to turn diet into gold. His wife goes to see her father for a solution. We also have to think about our focus question. What does the character learn and how does he learn it? First at home, can you say that with me so we remember it to help guide our listening? What does the character learn and how does he learn it? Great! The next day, the husband arrived at his father-in-law's house. 
fully prepared for a scalding. The father-in-law took him aside and whispered, When I was young, like you, I was an alchemist too. Show on your face the type of reaction the husband may have had when the father-in-law told him he was an alchemist when he was young. I see that friends in the studio here have a shock or surprise face. Oh yes. He was taken by surprise. The two of them spent the whole afternoon discussing fire's work. Finally, the old man stood up and said, Why, fire? You have done everything exactly that I did when I was your age. You are definitely on the verge of a breakthrough. Congratulations. But you seem to be lacking one very important ingredient in your experiments. You will need this when you finally turn diet into gold. Only recently did I discover this. But I'm too old for this tax. It requires numerous efforts. Wow. Thumbs up. Thumbs down, friends. Do you think the father-in-law was an alchemist when he was young? Why? Or why not? I see your thumbs down. Why? Hmm. I don't think he was. Because I know you can't turn dikes into gold. I also think that maybe the father had wanted some help in something. It also seemed like they talked a lot about it. Yes. What a great way to support your answer using what you already know. And also connecting your response to what you taught last lesson. What you are doing is a very important skill. You are connecting your knowledge across the story over time. This is also important with chapter books. Yes, thanks. Sometimes I make notes for myself in my notebook just to help me remember. The teachers tell me those are good study skills. They are right. Let's get back to the story. Okay, then let me do it for you. Father cried. Then let me do it for you. Father cried fire. He was really excited. All his effort will pay off at last. Tell me what the ingredient is. Good. You are excited. Said Ted. He leaned closer 
and whisper, Son, the secret ingredient is a savor powder that is found only on banana leaves. You will have to plant the bananas yourself and cast certain spells on them. Then, as the plants grow, the powder on the leaves will gain magical power. Great! Let's stop and write. What does the husband have to do to get the magic powder? Okay, he has to plant banana plants and say some magic spells. How much of this powder will we need, Father? Axe fire excitedly. A kilo, reply, tempt. A kilo, cry, fire. That will require hundreds of bananas plant. That will require hundreds of banana plants. And my friend so son said, oh man, that is why I cannot complete the task myself. Don't lose heart, father, say fire, Asha. Later that evening, the old man taught his son-in-law the magic spells and loaned him the money to start the work. Hmm. That seemed like a good place to stop for today. I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. It's time to go to the last part of our lesson, the post-reading activities. Where we ended the story today has me thinking about summarizing. Yes. Isn't that when you read the story? Not exactly. Summarizing is a few sentences about a text or portion of the text that contains the most important information. Infection text, a summary will include who the character is, what they want, a problem that is keeping them from what they want, how they solve it, and then the resolution or how the story ends. Okay. We don't know how the story ends just yet. But we do have some of the information needed for a good first summary. Summaries can change as you read more of your text. Friends, can you name some of the information we already know? Do we know the characters? Do we know the character once? Do you know why the character can currently have what they want? Say it loud. Uh-huh, characters. We know the character is the husband, the wife, and the father-in-law. Oh yes, those are all the characters. Let's focus on the main character, 
the character we think will learn the lesson. The husband. Yes, the husband. So what did he want? He wanted to turn diet into gold. Wow. Then what was the problem? He didn't know how to do it. Hmm. You are right. So, what did he do to solve it? He learned from his father-in-law that if you grow bananas, the leaves will make powder that can be turned into gold. Wow. That's a good summary of what has happened so far. We know the main character. We know what he wants. We know his problem. And we know what he's trying to do to solve his problem. Yes. If we keep those pieces of information in our minds, we will get a good summary each time. Here is our next task for our post reading. Your job right now is to write a short summary of the story in your notebook. We help each other gather the most important information. Now, we can put it all together. Great. When you hear the music, I want you to write down a summary in your notebook. Remember to include the character. What he wanted. What was keeping him from getting what he wanted and how he tried to solve it. Again, include a character. What he wanted, what was keeping him from getting what he wanted and how he tried to solve it. Great! You are doing a great job. You have one more minute left. You have 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Thank you. I like to read my summary. In this story, a husband thought he was an alchemist. He wanted to turn dirt into gold, but he did not know how. He went to see his father-in-law that told him he would be able to make gold by growing banana trees that would give him magic dust. The husband knew it would be hard work, but wanted to do it. Wow, that's a great summary. Student Kubo, as we read more of the story, we'll be able to add more to our summary or even change parts of it. I can't wait to hear the rest of this story. Great. For homework, we would like for you to use the word lucky in a sentence and send it to this number. 0555. Five. Six, 
seven zero eight three three. Great. We were so happy to have you here with us today. Please join us tomorrow to continue your learning. Thank you for listening and working so hard. We will say, see you next time. But please tune for a message from our friends about how to stay healthy and safe. Last time, we spoke about how to wash your hands. Students, I want you to think about how many times you have washed your hands today. There are a few important times you should be washing your hands. You can think when those times will be. Right now, it is important that you wash your hands with soap plenty times in a day. When I call out the time to wash your hands, you are going to respond with wash your hands for 20 seconds. Ready? After you go to the bathroom, wash, wash your, your hands, hands for 20, 20 seconds. seconds. Before and after you eat, wash, wash your hands for 20, 20 seconds. After you sneeze or cough, Wash, Wash your, your hands, hands for, for 20, 20 seconds. seconds. After you touch something that is not your own, Wash, Wash your hands, hands for 20, 20 seconds. Very good. It is important to wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds because this will protect you and your family from getting certain kinds of diseases such as the coronavirus. Excellent. Thank you, students. Remember, if we teach our family and friends this important lesson, we can help them protect themselves too. Okay, students, that is the end of our class for today. We are so happy you were here with us. We hope to talk to you again soon. This has been a Rising and Firestone Partnership lesson, part of the Firestone School System COVID-19 Teaching by Radio program. Goodbye from me, J. Kubo D.K. Salomon. And goodbye from me, Mr. Aaron T. Bala.